All right, everybody. I'm Jason Kleep, and welcome back to the Business of Fitness podcast. Today, we're going to dive into a few key tips for identifying mentors and talk about how I've done it over the years and how I would really recommend that every business has people in their business and outside their business that they look up to, they collaborate with, and they use to develop, grow, and uh, benefit everybody involved. Guys, you know, when I was really young, I got introduced to the fitness space. And I think I was, you know, 15, 16 working at the conventional gym and I was blessed. Truly, I was right place, right time. Who knows? Maybe I put myself in that position. I don't know. But I met some incredible, incredible people at a young age that taught me so much about sales, taught me so much about marketing and taught me a lot about the business. And looking back on it, I had to be open to that. And so step number one that I just wanted to share with you in regards to mentors is being open to listening, hearing, and putting in the time and effort to go out of your way to go meet with these people. When I was coming up in the fitness space, this conventional gym, I would work at the front desk and I would transfer into sales. And as I was going through this process and I was in college, I'd meet with um, Min Nguyen on a regular basis to learn how to sell gym memberships. And I would pick his brain every way possible on the art of the deal, the marketing plan, the strategies. And I didn't know it at the time, how much this would benefit me when I actually decided to open my gym. But I knew one day I wanted to be an owner. I knew one day I wanted to open my own business. And so I wanted to start today consuming as much information as I could to help me get there. You know, and then I met Joe Gigantino, who's the owner of the health club that I used to work at. And him and I, I really looked up to him. I still do today. And when you're looking for mentors, you want to identify people that either are doing something you aspire to do or have qualities in them that you want to emulate in some way, shape, or form. And in Joe Gigantino's case, you know, as the owner of the business, he was the guy I wanted to be like. He had multiple locations, super successful, wore two watches on his wrist, you know, just in case you want to have the New York time and the California time, they were both baller and I loved it. And I remember, you know, Almost every night I'd go with him and we'd uh, ride on the elliptical and I would just pick his brain. I'd ask him all kinds of questions about insurance, finance, business growth. Why would you open multiple locations? How do you hire people? And as we would start talking, I would come up with more questions. And really it was through that dialogue that I really started to learn that I wanted to open up a gym one day. And so going back to what step number one is with mentors is that before you even think about opening your own business, right? Step number one, go identify people already doing it and learn everything you possibly can from them. Go to school for free with that education, or in some cases, you're actually getting paid. I mean, I was getting paid by the gym, and I felt like I was learning all day long. And I think the key to that was I was open to learning. I found people that I really thought were doing amazing things, and I consumed as much knowledge as I could. When we decided to open up CrossFit Santa Clara, in 2008, which then transitioned to NorCal CrossFit and then NC Fit, I was blessed to have all this background with Min and Joe. And then I was, I was transitioning through the conventional gym and realizing that wasn't exactly what I wanted to do for a living because I couldn't align with the product, right? I, I, I understood sales now. Okay, I was good at that. I understood the business side a little bit, right? I was getting to know it. But I couldn't quite, couldn't quite hang my hat on the conventional gym model because I didn't like the fact that people would pay their money and not get the results they were looking for. And that's when I met a gentleman, Austin Begeebing, and he taught me so much about CrossFit, racing against the clock, movement, coaching, 
and I absorbed everything I could from him. So when I did open up Cross of Santa Clara in 2008, I opened it up. Did I have as much knowledge and background as I would have liked? Eh, maybe not, right? But I had plenty more than a lot of other people. So when I opened it, I already had a leg up. And that really helped us in the beginning stages because I felt like I opened it up with the earned confidence, the background to be successful. And so for anybody who's interested in opening up a business, for any kind of business, right? Whether you're opening up a barber shop or a gym, you got to go in there and before you sign on that lease, because once you sign that lease and once that rent begins, woo, it gets real and it gets real, real quick. The recommendation would be to go develop as much skills as you can before that. So when you do open that door, you know you're going to be successful because you've learned from guys who have already been doing it for decades before you. Step two, right, with mentors and people I've looked up to is that this business, our business, we have amazing people that work at our company. Amazing. And we could not be doing what we're doing without them. But I could also make the case that we couldn't be doing what we're doing today without the help of people outside the business as well. So as we opened the business and I had that earned confidence from the people that, you know, that I mentioned earlier, as we started to develop, I started meeting new people, presidents of companies, entrepreneurs, marketing experts, and I would just consume information from them. And they weren't in our industry. They were outside our industry. Most of the time they had a fitness, you know, desire, but they didn't, they didn't work in the CrossFit or functional fitness space. And what I was able to do as this business grew is that, you know, your problems at a hundred members are different than your problems at a thousand members and finding people in your space are the same size as you might be tough, but look outside your space, right? Let's just say you own a coffee shop. You know, maybe other coffee shops don't have the same problems as you do, but maybe, you know, the subway down the road or the, you know, I don't know, supermarket might be having similar issues. And how do you collaborate with that business owner and identify ways you guys can move together forward and help each other? Just because you're not in the same space doesn't mean you can't talk about business. Is business is business. And whether you're in supplements or any other industry, you're in the same exact problems, right? You want to offer a great, you know, if you're in the service space, you're in product space, et cetera, everybody has similar issues with staffing, trajectory, growth, revenue, whatever. And so what has been really helpful for our business, I highly recommend anybody out there who has a business right now, seek out other people that are either in your industry that you can learn from or outside your industry you can learn from and set up reoccurring meetings with them. On a regular basis, I set up lunches and dinners with different people that I look up to in business to just share ideas. Hey, this is what I'm thinking about. What do you think? Or hey, what do you have going on right now? And then maybe I could give them some perspective. And what's really unique is that when you get people who are outside of your business, sometimes you can't see the forest through the trees in your own business. Sometimes you can't even see the opportunities that are right there in front of you. It takes someone else to come in from the outside and be like, hey, dude, do you not see this right here? And so those are the kind of people you want to interact with. And you got to put on the calendar. You got to hold yourself accountable to find these people. And they're out there. Right? There might be members of your gym. Who knows? Find people, collaborate with them, and have them hold you accountable to take it to the next level. And finally, you know, it's about accountability. It's about that piece, right? So now you've identified mentors before you open up a business. As you're growing your business, you're finding people you inspire to be like. You're getting insight from them. You're, you're setting up calendar invites. And finally, you know, you got to hold yourself accountable that at times, and for sure, I've, I've seen this a hundred times over, 
you don't know everything. You don't. I sure as hell don't, right? I've struggled with this for years where you think you have some master plan, but in reality, it's not that great. If you had just taken the time to take a step back, recognize you don't know everything, seek outside advice, seek internal advice, and get everybody to buy in, then you're going to have a much more successful case moving forward. And something I used to do in the past, and I've gotten a lot better about it, was I would come up with some whatever idea, I'd want to go execute on it. But you got to hold yourself accountable to make sure that your team is on board with that as well. So if your team's not on board with it, it'll never be executed on the way that you think it could be. So you got to get the outsiders involved, right? Identify with mentors, make sure they like the idea, whatever, right? But then even more importantly, I'd say, is making sure that your internal team understands the decision you want to make, recognizes the value behind it, and is fully on board. And you need to hold yourself accountable to not just make decisions that are, you know, just off the cuff. Really think them through, collaborate with your team, and then go out there and execute. Those are just three things that I've found with mentors that have really helped me. Find some before you get started, learn everything you can. While you're growing the business, which we still are today, find people that are doing things that are really, really cool and hold yourself to a standard to meet with them on a regular basis to talk through ideas. And then finally, hold yourself accountable to make sure that it's not just always your idea, but that your entire team is bought in so as you move forward, you're more successful because you know how it goes. If you're not all moving in lockstep together, eventually it breaks down. Guys, I am, you know, fired up as usual. I hope if you're out there, if you're a gym owner, if you're a business owner, if you're a coach, you listen to these and it gives you just a little bit of insight. And this, what I love about this podcast and I love about Kafa Kleep and Amrap mentality that I have is that it holds me accountable, holds me accountable to get on this microphone, to share my insight that I've learned over the years and to only do me a favor in saying, hey, put your money where your mouth is, keep moving forward, keep elevating, keep doing the best you can. And so guys, I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank you for making me a better, you know, business of fitness provider, you know, to our members and our staff. And if you haven't checked out our NC Fit Collective, send an email to collective at nc.fit. We're putting out phenomenal session plans, programming, and daily videos. It can save you a lot of time and provide you phenomenal tools to benefit your business, benefit your coaches, and allow you to grow it. Guys, I hope all of you have a phenomenal day. I'll check in again with you guys next week for another phenomenal episode of the Business of Fitness Podcast.